for visiting the Sanctuary Fellowship. We pray the following message will be encouraging to you. Listen in as we start taking away the layers of religion and discover the joys of a relationship with the Creator. I want to start, I, I want you to see something, so let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and roll that, Kelly. Nice and loud. Today is a special day, and it's bigger than we think. Because there are many different kinds of fathers, and they all need to be recognized and honored today. Today, we honor those fathers who consistently strive to balance loving their wives and children with being good, godly workers at their jobs. May you feel the pleasure of God. Today, we honor those dads who had poor fathers themselves, but who have committed never to become the father they grew up under. May your children continue to be guarded from any of the hurt you carry. Today, we honor the fathers who are older and who no longer have day-to-day -day obligations to their own children. May the family gatherings this weekend make you feel like you could do it all over again. Today, we honor the adult children of fathers who are absent. May the God of the fatherless become your father in ways you've only dreamed of. And may you believe with your whole heart that his leaving wasn't your fault. Today, we honor men who have no children of their own, but who father younger men as mentors and guides. May you see your important roles as impacting and life-changing. And finally today, we honor fathers who have passed away. May their good deeds live on through you, and may their careless deeds be corrected in your lifetime. Today is a special day. So for all the fathers we mentioned, and even those we didn't, be honored, be blessed, and be joyful. We believe that you have what it takes to change the world, and you're doing it one relationship at a time. Happy Father's Day. Amen. Amen. You can't imagine how many videos I looked through to just get that one and settle on that one. I must have looked through dozens and dozens of videos, but before I, I chose this one, because when I saw it, that one line in the end just had an impact on me. And I don't know if you caught it. Here's a quote from that video. It said, May their good deeds live on through you, and may their careless deeds be corrected in your lifetime. I had to listen to it again and again to get it, and, and it just has such an impact on me. May their good deeds live on through you, and may their careless deeds be corrected in your lifetime. If that's all right with you, I want to do that this morning. Not that you had a choice, right? Like, you said no, what are you going to do? Oh, okay. I want to do that this morning. I want to celebrate. I want to hold on to what's good. Is that all right? 
I'm going to hold on to what's good. See, Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, are of good report, are of any virtue, if they be of any praise, think on these things. The message says it this way, fill your mind with the best, not the worst, with the beautiful, not the ugly, with things to praise instead of things to curse. I want us to hold on to what's good this morning, and then I want to help correcting some of the careless. Is that all right? Amen? Listen, I know that this is a tough holiday for many of you, and that's for different reasons. I'm not trying to be insensitive as to why, but I really feel some of us need to experience some forgiveness in this area. And I really believe that's what God wants to do this morning. God just wants to, he wants us to experience some forgiveness in this area. For too long, we have dreaded this day. Is anybody, can anybody give me a witness? For, for, for too long, people dread this day. Father's Day means nothing to me. Father's Day means um, anger to me. Father's Day brings me upset. Father's Day gets me heated. Father's Day makes me feel hurt. Father's Day just rekindles a lot of the things and I hear this a lot and so I'm not trying to be sensitive but I really believe that God is going to bring some forgiveness in this area listen I know that that's easier said than done but the truth is that you have a father in heaven that chose to love you you, you got to get this you have a father in heaven that chose to love you your father didn't have a choice. He might have had a choice to walk out and, and never come back. Yeah, that was his choice. But he never had a choice with you. You have a father in heaven that chose. He didn't have to. You were adopted by choice. You were made a son or a daughter. He died to forgive you before you can even call him daddy. So if we have nothing else in this area of fathers to think about, I want us to start learning to think on these things amen this has been on my facebook all week he who cannot forgive others destroys the bridge over which he himself must pass let that sink in if he who does not forgive others destroys the bridge over which he himself must pass Listen, the word says that we have to release forgiveness in order to be forgiven. The, the thing about forgiveness is that we don't really get it until we give it. We don't really get it until we give it. And so I'm, I'm just saying this morning we need to stop dreading Father's Day. We need to stop dreading Mother's Day, any other special day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We need to rejoice and be glad in it. Can somebody say amen? Listen, if this day has been ruined for you by somebody because of what they did or what they didn't do, because of who they were or who they weren't, this is how you flip it in, in, in a different direction. You make this day special for somebody else. That's how you flip it. You know, they say, when, you know, when all life gives you is, lemonade, is lemons, you make lemonade, right? 
That's how you flip it. If, if this day, if there's nothing good about it, then you make it good for somebody else. And you see how that thing just starts to flow through you and start to change you. Amen? See, I'm talking about this this morning because I want you all to be healthy. I want you to be healthy. God called us to plant this church with a burden for building healthy families. And I got to tell you, I am excited about the new generation of fathers that we're seeing in this church. Amen? I'm excited about the new generation of fathers that are rising up. Now listen, I'm not talking about all the little boys doing hit and runs on our teenage daughters. That's not what I'm talking about. Those ain't the father. I got no respect for that kind of father. And I could go on and on about that. But here's an easy indicator, young ladies. Until the boy is ready to pull his pants up, he won't be ready to man up. Amen? <laughs> it, it, it baffles my mind, but, but, but ladies, listen. If he's in public and his pants are already down... What are you expecting? He, there's no shame, right? If he's in public and his pants are already down, what could you possibly expect? All right. But I'm not going to focus on boys today. I want to focus on men. The men who we see around us every Sunday. Because listen, where real men walk it out, boys follow. Yeah! Come on, let's get excited this morning. I'm excited about a generation of fathers this morning. I'm excited about those men who don't just drop off their kids to church on Sunday, but they actually stay here with them. There's nothing more powerful than seeing men dropping their sons off to youth on Friday. He's saying, this is important to me, and it's got to be important to you. Amen? I mean, there's nothing more manly about that. There's nothing more manly about just seeing a dad grab his son and say, come on, man, we're going to church. Ah, but dad, man, I ain't going to shut you up. We're going to church. Nah, but you said, you said, I said nothing. You know we're going to church. After church, we talk about whatever else is going to happen. But, but there's nothing more powerful than seeing, and, and I'm loving that I'm seeing those men around here. Amen? Those men that we see with raised hands during worship, bowed heads during prayer, and on their feet during times of decision and challenge. Man, there's nothing more powerful than men like that. As a matter of fact, listen to me. If there is a man like that around you right now, would you just encourage him? Come on, there's got to be three or four or five or six of you in here. If there's a man like that sitting around you, would you just encourage him? Listen, watch this, watch this. If you saw, if you watched a man worshiping this morning, would you just tell him, thank you, man. I needed to see you worship. I needed to see that. My sons needed to see that. Would you just thank him? Come on. There was at least five of you worshiping. Let's thank those five men, man. They're standing in the gap for the rest of us. Amen? Those men I'm talking about, those men that we see around us week after week, they lead us in worship. They greet us at the door. They keep our sanctuary clean. They keep our sanctuary safe. They're always running around making sure everything is as good as it can be. Mark, where's Mark? Mark, 
Mark, I honor you this morning, man. I honor you this morning. I can do what I do because of what you do. Those men who we see every week taking turns carrying and changing the babies. Come on, mamas. Holding on to the toddlers, chasing them up and down the sanctuary so mama can get a few minutes of worship on. Those men who hold on to other people's kids and carry them or walk around and chase them during the service so somebody else can get a break. Come on. We are raising a new generation of fathers, and I'm so glad we don't got to look real far for them. They're right here. Fathers who will not give their kids excuses why they weren't around. Because every chance they get, they're there. They might have to work two jobs here and there, but we're making it. We're making a way to be with our kids. Why? Because we know they need it. Because we know they deserve it. Because if we won't spend time with them, somebody else will. Come on. And that somebody else might have some different motives than you do. Fathers who no matter what happens will just figure it out and make it work. We got any of those fathers in here? They'll just figure it out, man. They'll just make it work. Listen, sometimes my daughters bring me these impossible situations. All I can say to them is like, what am I supposed to do with that? But they, they have this look on their face that says, you're my dad. You got to figure it out. And anybody know that look? And so what do we do? We do. We figure it out. We try. We, we do whatever it is, whatever it takes. However late it means we stay up with them. However early it means we got to get up. We do whatever it takes to figure it out. Amen? Because that's what fathers do. Listen, my father did the best that he knew to do. I believe that with all of my heart. I take the good that he did for me and I build on that with the good that I know to do. And so one generation strengthens the next generation and then and now we're pouring into another generation and we're seeing this generation of fathers raising up, man. And I'm excited about that. Fathers who will not feed off of the excuse that they didn't have so they didn't know. Come on, that's lame already. Tell somebody that's tired. That's tired. How many generations are gonna, are gonna pass that, that one along? That's tired. You, you know, we, we can we can all we can all we, we can all use a bunch of excuses like that. We say, well, listen, I didn't know because my father wasn't even there, so you're lucky I'm even in the house. No, no. No, they're not lucky you in the house. That's your position. Amen. That's your position to be in the house. It's time that we take the good and correct the careless in our lifetime so that the next generation don't even have any card to pull with that kind of nonsense. Amen? They said, nah, my father was there. My father was there too much. It drove me crazy. My father was there too much. Amen. Ooh. I'm talking about men who don't give up. Men who just won't stop trying. Listen, I, I, I celebrate you guys today. 
I celebrate you today. If you're, you might be here today, you might be at a point where you say, man, you know what? I'm right at that point, man. Maybe your kids just hit teenagers. And, and, and you say, man, I am right at that point of giving up. I am right at that point of throwing in the towel. I am right at that point of just not caring anymore. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of the arguing. I'm tired of the, the back talk. I'm tired of the little attitudes and the rolling of the necks. I'm tired. I'm tired. Listen, can I just tell you, men, hang on. Hang on. Can you, can you turn to a man and just tell him, hang on. Play the man. Play the man, man, because it's, it's going to get better. It's going to get better and it's going to be worth it. Somebody say amen. I'm talking about fathers who know how to be husbands. Woo! Come on, ladies, amen me so I could get going on this one. If you get me excited, I could beat them up a little more. Come on. Fathers who know how to be husbands. Listen, one of the biggest parts of being a good father is letting your kids watch you be a good husband. Watch this. Our daughters' standards for their husbands are set by their fathers. Oh. Whoa. Somebody said that's a big shoe. Thank you, bro. That's a big shoe to fill, ain't it? Our daughters' standards for their husbands are set by their fathers. Whoa. That's good. Amen. It's time to correct the careless. We need to correct the careless a lot in this area. Listen, would you want your daughter to have a husband like you. Woo! Come on. Would you want your daughter to have a husband like you? And listen, if a husband like you wouldn't be good enough for her, then it ain't good enough for her mama either. Amen? It's time to correct the careless in our lifetime. Men, listen, the word says in Ephesians 5.25, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. There is no doubt there is some careless need to be corrected in this area, in every one of our lives. Listen, how do we give ourselves up for her? What about when she's nasty? Come on, man, you can get loud now. It's your chance. It's your chance. How do we lay ourselves down for her? What about when, 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 when she don't deserve it? What about when, when, when she don't even appreciate it? Come on, man, bark. Bark, do something, grunt. And, and, and I'm thinking, man, why would God put such a strong analogy in, this, in the word at this point in reference to marriage? Why not? Why couldn't God have said something like, um, like a tree drops its leaves so men should bring flowers to their wives? Wouldn't that be a great, that's an easy one. Six bucks. Boom, I fulfilled the word of God. Piece of cake. I could be the biggest jerk with six bucks and some flowers and I'm good. 
I know somebody's saying six dollars is some cheap flowers, right? But listen, if you go to Manhattan, they got like. Anyway. I ain't gonna tell you my secrets. Woo! Why? Why would? Why would you know God put the pull the Christ card on that one? Why? Why would He take us to the cross on that one? It's not a rough one to to live up to. Lay down your lives for your wives. Listen, let me tell you why. This is good. Because the worst, the worst your wife is, watch this. It illustrates all the more beautifully the cost that while we were still ungodly, Jesus gave himself for us. The worst your wife is, While we were still yet nasty, God gave himself for us. While we were still yet undeserving, God gave himself for us. While we were still yet didn't even appreciate it, God gave himself for us. Men, if you're still trying to pull that 50-50 junk at home, forget it. The word doesn't support it. Love your wives as Christ loved the church, giving himself up for it, and let your children see you do it. You want the real blessing? Let your children see you do it. Your daughters are waiting to see if it's true. Your sons are watching to see if you think that part of the word is true enough or if you're man enough to walk it out gets quiet up in here what they see us doing they will do real when real men walk it out boys will follow how many times have you heard someone say to you you're just like your father how many of you use that as a curse how many of you use that as a bad thing how many of you use that in the negative? How many of you feel it in the negative? Feel it as a curse. Feel it. You're just like your father and you just... They're saying you have the same characteristics that your father has. When they say you're just like your father, they're saying you do the same thing your father does. When, when they say you're just like your father, they mean you do things the way your father did them or does them. To some people, that is the worst thing you can say to them. But did you know that even Jesus used that expression a couple times? Watch this. If you're following along in your word, you can open your Bibles to John chapter 8. And I'm just going to read to you how, how Jesus used this example. In John chapter 8, starting in verse 38, John is, is talking, I mean, Jesus was talking to the, to the Pharisees, and he's telling them this. He says, I'm telling you what I have seen in my Father's presence, and you do what you have heard from your Father. Abraham is our Father, they answered. If you were Abraham's children, said Jesus, then you would do the things Abraham did. As it is, you're determined to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do such things. 
verse 41. You are doing the things your own father does. We are not illegitimate children, they protested. The only father we have is God himself. <clears throat> Jesus says to them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God and I am now here. I have not come on my own, but he sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil. Somebody say, that's a harsh word. Jesus said, if, you were, if, if we were from the same father, you'd love me. You belong, you do the things your father, the devil, does. This is rough. Welcome, visitors. Because you are unable, you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding on to the truth because there's no truth in him. And when he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell the truth, you don't believe me. Can any one of you prove me guilty of sin? If I'm telling the truth, why don't you believe me? He who belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Jesus was telling the Pharisees, you're just like your father. These men thought they had God. They thought they were the authorities on everything godly, but they had no love. And Jesus was saying as plainly as he could, if God were your father, you would love. You would walk in truth. Jesus was correcting the careless because he knew, listen, that spiritually parentage is what determines our nature and our destiny. Think about that. Parentage is what determines our nature and our destiny. Our parents determine who we are, where we came from, and where we're going. Spiritually. Spiritually, when we're born again, God is our Father. Because we, um, before that, we still carried around in us our fallen nature and the destiny that came with that. And that's why the Word says when we come to God, we're a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Can anybody rejoice about that? See, that's why I can't say Happy Father's Day to anyone anymore without thinking, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? And, then, and, and that's why sometimes we look at the way people act and, and we think, who's your daddy? And, and we look at the way people will fight and bicker, even in, in church, amen? And we say, but who's your daddy? Where's the love in you? Who's your daddy? If I told you that you were just like your father, would that be a blessing or a curse? John takes Jesus' words and he puts it into a simple test for us. Watch this. We're going to have a spiritual Maury Povich show. We're going to do free testing. Somebody be happy. We're going to do free testing. We're going to find out who your, father's is, who your father is. 1 John 3, verse 10, he says, This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Just in case you were wondering. 
Anyone who does not do what is right is not a child of God. Nor is anyone who does not love his brother. Both of these are essential. Righteousness without love makes one a religious Pharisee. And love without righteousness makes one a partner in evil. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll follow my commandments. I know this is a little rough to hear, and if you're visiting, I, you know, I don't, I don't say sorry, because you needed to hear it, you're here, amen? Jesus said, if you love me, you'll follow my commandments. And in Matthew 22, 37, Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second is just like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. So listen, if you're here today and you really don't know, if you're unsure, if it doesn't, you know, if this doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman today, if you're not sure who your daddy is, we can do something better than the Maury Povich show does. Instead of giving you your results, we can change the results. Amen? The Word says we can change those results. Instead of reporting your DNA, we can transform your DNA. Listen, this isn't something to be taken lightly. And if you're here today because you just wanted to be with your kids, then know they are watching and waiting for you. It's time to correct the careless in our lifetime. I want you to know, um, men, we're here for you. Proverbs 27, 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And man, that's all I want to be about. I want to be about sharpening men. I want to be about building other men up so that they can build me up, so that together we sharpen each other, so that we can be the best husbands, the best, the best dads, the best brothers, the best elders, man, the best grandpas around. Amen? Because there is an entire fatherless generation longing for men like you and I to stand up and take our place in society. We're going to pray together in a moment. But you see, I can't wait to be able to say to the children in this church, children of this new generation of men and fathers. I want to run around telling those kids, man, you are just like your father. He jumps around during worship just like you. He has no rhythm like you also. And I'm not singling anybody out. You are just like your father. He's always talking to me about the word just like you are. I can't wait to tell these kids, you're just like your father. God, God was always speaking to him in dreams too. You're just like your father. He doesn't follow the crowd either. One five? Come on now, when I say one five, this can't be weak. I'll shut it down. One five, I will shut it down. One, one five... One five, there, there it is, there it is, there it is. You don't wear on the back, I don't follow the crowd, and then go, Wee! One five means I don't follow the crowd. That means, that means if all of you decided against me and started walking this way, I won't follow the crowd. You understand the boldness that takes? One day you will. 
I can't wait to tell kids, man, you are just like your father. You treat your mom the way he treats her. Man, it gets quiet whenever I talk about mom. You're just like your father. He's a good man. You are just like your father, man. He's a smart man. You are just like your father. He's a hard worker. You're just like your father. He loves God. You're just like your father. He loves people. Men, our children, as well as the, this entire generation of, of fatherless kids is counting on us. They're looking to us. I want you to hear their hearts. Kelly, show us that video for one moment. I want you to hear the hearts of these kids. Dad, Dad, hey Dad. I want to be rich and good looking. I want to be rich and good looking. I need you to challenge me. I need you to challenge me. To be rich in good works. To be rich in good works. I'll be focused on building my career at all costs. Only you to show me how to put my family ahead of work. I'll seek my own comfort and joy. I'll seek my own comfort and joy. I need you to teach me to honor God. I need you to teach me to honor God with my time and resources. I'll want to avoid hard conversations. I want to avoid hard conversations. I'll need you to show me how to speak the truth. In love. In love. I'll find myself wanting to please the crowd. I'll find myself wanting to please the crowd. I'll need you to remind me that I should obey God. That I should obey God. I'll look for happiness in many different places. I'll need you to show me that joy is found in following Christ. I want to treat girls how the world tells me to. I'll need you to show me how to honor them with all my actions. I'll find myself stuck in bad habits. I'll need you to show me the way out. I'll need you to show me the way out. I will need you, Dad. I'll need you, Dad. I need you, Dad. I need you, Dad. To point me toward Christ when no one else will. To point me to Christ when no one else will. Amen. If that don't mess you up, I don't know what will, man. Did you see, I don't know if you noticed this, but did you see even in some of those young people, there was already some hurt and some pain? I don't know if you caught that, but there was one or two of those young ladies specifically that just kind of grabbed my heart and I said, man, this, this is for real. This is for real. I know they, you know they pulled some kids together to do this little video and it was all cute, but I saw in some of those kids' hearts that this is for real. They're saying, I'll need you, Dad. I'll need you, Dad, because, because the music is telling me something different. And I'll need you, Dad, because the videos are telling me something different. And I'll need you, Dad, because the music industry is feeding something totally different into my head. And I'll need you, Dad, because everybody else's dads are they're, they're, they're feeding, they're doing something different, Dad. I'll need you, Dad. If, if, if that just kind of tucked at your heart, would you be meant to stand up right now? Can I just have some dads just stand up? And understand by, by, by dads, listen, you, didn't, you don't have to father a kid to be a dad. There's some dads in here that need to be standing even though you don't have kids. You, you know who I'm talking to. Come on. Come on. There, there, there can't be one youth leader that's not standing. I don't care how many kids you have or don't have. Church, can we pray for these men this morning? 
Can we just pray that they would, that, that they, they would come to a resolve, man, to know who their daddy is? Can we pray that, that they would just come to a realization, man, that, that there's, there's kids watching them, that, that mom is watching, that even they might be here today for the first time, they might be here, this is a rarity that they're here maybe, but, but know that the kids have been praying for you. Know that your, your wife has been praying for you. Know that they've come together on Wednesday nights and huddled in circles praying and crying for you. Know that, man, that there's a body of Christ that's here that's praying and waiting for the real men to rise up, for men to stop making excuses, for men to, to stop using those old, old ways of, of well, I didn't know, so, so I didn't have, so I don't know. Now you know. Amen? Now you know. Would you guys just come down? Would you just come down and just stand with us for a moment, just, just right at the front? We're not going to ask you to join a church. We're not going to ask you to do anything. This is just for, for, for you and God. Celebrate these men, man. Come on. Come on. Melissa, where's Melissa? Would you come up? ask you to pray in a moment. Okay. Fellas, there is nothing more as the men of the worship team come up. Amen. Amen. Fellas, there is nothing more powerful than a man ignited by God. Than a man with a resolve to say, you know what, I'm going to be the best man that, that God created me to be. And listen, man, some of you, you know, you might say, well, I don't know about this God thing. I just, listen, you could fight it all you want. It doesn't stop God from existing. You could deny it all you want. You could, man, you, all, all you had to do, some of you here, all you had to do, you, you were there at delivery. Some of you were there at delivery. If you didn't believe in God up until that moment, I don't know how you could not now. At delivery, you were there and you, you, you held, you, you, maybe you cut that, that, the lifeline, that, the umbilical cord, and you, I wasn't man enough to do that, but maybe you, you, you cut that lifeline and I, I said, I, I'm, I'm not a doctor, you, you, you do that. I'm, I'm happy I still haven't fainted yet. You know? But at that moment, you saw life, man. And, and at that moment, I know nobody was thinking about evolution. Nobody was thinking about how, how this came from a fish to a frog to a monkey to a... No, man, we say, God, man, this is a creation. This is something that God created. The Word says you, you, we, He made us fearfully and wonderfully. He knit us together in our mother's womb. So men, it, it, it's time that we just put that, that, that stuff off, that fake macho stuff that's been handed down to us from our dads. Saying, well, real men, you know, churches for women and girls and kids. Churches for men. Churches for real men. Church is for real men. It takes strong men to be God men. It takes strong men to be God's mighty men. And I just want to I, I celebrate some of you. 
and some of you I just want to call and some of you I just want to challenge and wherever that lies in your hearts right now I'm going to ask you to bow your heads <coughs> wherever that lies in your hearts right now whatever decisions you need to make whatever choices you need to make whether it's, man, I'm going to go further with God this year. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk even more. I'm going to read my word. I'm going to find out the purposes and plans that God has for my life. If that's you, amen. Whether it's, you know what, man, I'm tired of resisting God. I'm tired of running away from God. I'm tired of ignoring and trying to, to pretend God doesn't, doesn't exist. If that's you today, would you just embrace God and say, God, I receive you. I receive you as my daddy. I receive you as my father. I receive you this morning. And, and if, if you did that this morning, amen. Amen. I'm going to ask Melissa to just pray a father's prayer. And then we're going to worship together as men. Praise God. I just want to ask one thing. Ladies in the house, these men also need us. And I, they need our prayers. They need our support. They need our trust so that they can become the men. Because, you know, the world pulls them in many ways. So we do have to stand in the gap and pray for these, our men. So as a symbol of that, can we just reach our hands in this direction? Just as a symbol of we are standing and by our men, we are supporting them, we are believing them. God, we believe that you can make them new. So Heavenly Father, God, I present these men, our men, before you, oh yes, God. Yes. I pray that they would never be afraid to stand for who you are, whether in their home, in their workplaces, where they walk, oh God. Father, I pray they would be men of integrity, Lord, men of substance, Lord God, men that won't be filled with insecurities, Lord, but they know who they are. They know who they come from, God. So we release blessings upon them, God. I pray that they would not be afraid, my God, to cry before you, to weep before you, to dance before you, to yes. proclaim that you yes. are their God yes. loud yes. and clear. God, I pray for a day, Lord Jesus, when the men would just overtake this place, Lord God. I pray that someday we would see them dancing in the aisles, Lord God, zealous for you, Lord Jesus. And I thank you for those that are, Lord God. But for these men here today, God, you know their needs. You know their desires, Lord. You know their shortcomings, God. You know, God. So I just pray that you would bless them, Lord. Provide for them, Lord Jesus. Give them strength to stand against the enemy, Lord God. Father, I pray that you would give them strength when they feel weak, oh God. That they would not be afraid, Lord God, to do the right things in their homes, Lord God. Even in disciplining their kids, Lord God. That they would not be afraid to say no to things that are not of you, my God. I pray, Lord. Lord Jesus over them that you would fill every need every void Lord God that you would bless them immensely Lord God that there would be peace in their homes Lord God father I just pray it takes a man to come up here Lord and bow before you oh God so we bless them today with every good and perfect gift that comes from you we bless them oh God and we pray Lord that you would be with them 
all the days of their lives. And we thank you that they have made a choice that they will stand for you, oh God. That yes, they will Lord. love yes, Lord. you, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. That they will embrace you, oh God. Yes, so we bless them. We thank you for them, God. We yes. are grateful, Lord. Yes. And we just thank you. Yes. And in your hands we leave them, yes. Lord Jesus. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Come on, rejoice, Hallelujah. man. Hug on each other. Man, encourage one another. And now, man, we're going to worship together. We're going to worship together like men. Let's show our kids. Let's show them how, how this is supposed to be. Let's show them how real men worship God. Come on. Come on. Come on. Men of God, I want you guys to sing this with us. Welcome home to the sanctuary, a place of rest for the broken and weary, where you can let go, cause you're fully known by forever daddy, oh how we love you so. Thank you for supporting the Sanctuary Fellowship. We are a new and growing church with a passion and a heart towards enjoying God, serving people, and building healthy families. We pray that you will continue to fellowship and grow with us as we follow hard after God. Don't forget to visit us on the web at www.sanctuaryfellowship.org. God bless.